0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning, my name is Mike Flick, and I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Patris I appreciate you joining us for the program this morning, and now we are going to continue a sermon entitled, God is Better Than That. He went home, and he built an altar, because he finally took God serious. Things started to go pear-shaped again. His daughter ran off with some Gentile. Simeon and Levi wiped out an entire town. Jacob got scared. You know what God told him to do? Go back to Bethel, which means the house of God, and build an altar. A couple centuries pass by. Moses brings the people of, Egypt, the people of Israel out of Egypt. God commands him, first off, build an altar. A temporary one. Build an altar of stones or of earth, but you need an altar. Even before you build the permanent altar of brass, build a temporary one. you got to have an altar. Finally, they build the tabernacle. When you're walking up to the tabernacle, you know what the first thing you see is? The altar of brass. Because when you walk up, you know I'm here to do business with God. When you walk into the tabernacle, you push back that first curtain. On the left you see the candlestick. On the right you see the table of showbread. But before you can enter into the Holy of Holies where the presence of God was manifested by the Ark of the Covenant, there stands the altar of incense. Every time you want to approach to God, brother, sister, there's an altar. David, he has access to the altar down by the tabernacle. You might remember 70,000 people died in one day David said God what do I do to fix this God said build an altar Solomon makes the temple stand he builds that temple after 7 years of building oh god help us not to take 7 years of building but after 7 years of building the bible says Solomon walked over to that altar he stood then he kneeled down he lifted up his hands and he prayed and he dedicated that house but he did it by an altar Because what good is the house of God if you don't have an altar? The Jews disobeyed God, out they went, into captivity 70 years, no altar. Finally, when they come back, you know what they did? First thing, when they get back to the land, the Bible says, Ezra chapter 3, they built an altar. Before they rebuilt the temple, they built an altar. And they didn't even put it on legs. There were, it, it didn't stand up in the air. The temple—I'm uh, sorry—the altar was just on the ground because they were afraid of what other people would see and think. But they said, "We have to sacrifice to our God. We have to do business with God," and they put an altar there. They started to build the temple. You know what happened? The enemy came out and said, "Hey, hey, hey! You can't build this. Stop it!" And they did. And that building project sat there for 16 years. Finally, the prophet Haggai and the prophet Zechariah stood up and Haggai preached to them and said, is it time for you to dwell in sealed houses and for the house of the Lord to lay here in ruins? Consider your ways, the prophet said. Think about the message you're sending. Your house is beautiful, but look at the house of God. Go to the wood, cut down the trees, bring the materials, build the house. The Bible says God will be pleased with it. They had that altar that whole time. The building came later. Guys, I don't care how long it takes for us to get that building standing out there, we can have an altar right now. And what good is the building if we're not going to do business with God? We need an altar. Before we need a building, we need an altar. God help us. Please, God, don't give us the building if we don't have an altar. We need an altar. About 120 years after the Jews rebuilt the temple, Malachi stands up to preach. Chapter 1 and verse number 6. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear, saith the Lord of hosts? Unto you, O priests, that despise my name... And ye say, wherein have we despised thy name? God, what do you mean we're taking you lightly? What do you mean? Brother, sister, you and I as saved people, we are priests. We are spiritual priests. 1 Peter chapter 2 says we're supposed to offer up spiritual sacrifices. All of us. Not just the pastor. He asked the priest... How is it that you're not showing me honor and respect? They said, how is it that we've disrespected you? Verse 7, ye offer polluted bread upon mine altar. And ye say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. The word contempt means you're taking it lightly. The bread that they brought, it might have been fresh bread. But they would... Take it to that altar, to that table and go, "Eh, at least we got this out of the way. Kind of sounds like a lot of Sunday mornings. I showed up, well, I endured unto the end, got that out of the way. Now I can get on with my day. God says, why are you taking me lightly? I'm better than that. I'm better than that. Verse number 8, and if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if ye offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto thy governor. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person, saith the Lord of hosts? Try that with your boss. Try treating your job the way you treat your church. And see how good that works out for you. Verse number 9. And now I pray you, beseech God that he will be gracious unto us. This hath been by your means. He's saying, guys, you better beg for God's mercy. Because the way you're treating him, he is so much better than that. You, you have despised him so much, you better beg for mercy. And then he, he explains what's wrong with their attitude towards the altar. This hath been by your means. What's he saying? You guys have chosen the quality and the quantity of what you're putting on the altar. It has been by your means. You're not approaching the altar the way God told you to, you're not bringing the offerings that God told you to, you're not tending to the business that God has put before you. You are deciding, it is by your means, I'll decide when I show up, I'll decide how long I'm there, I'll decide how often I show up, quality and quantity. I'll decide the amount of time, the amount of effort and the amount of interest that I want to put into the table of the Lord. Malachi said, that's where it's gone wrong. You're coming to the house of God your way. Will he regard your person, saith the Lord of hosts? You think you can just show up with this half-hearted sacrifice? With this bad attitude towards the house of God? This nonchalant approach? And say, well, listen, I'm Jewish, it's fine. You can't show up in the church and go, listen, I've been a Christian my whole life, it's fine. That doesn't work here. Verse number 10. Who is there even among you that would shut the doors for naught? When you go into the temple, if you're going to do business with God, the, the priests were commanded to shut the doors because the presence of God was going to show up so intense that the common man passing by out there in the street or out there in the way, if he, if he saw it, it could hurt him. He said, none of you would enter in and shut the doors if nothing was going on. He said, neither do you kindle a fire on mine altar for naught. You're not going to start the braai if you don't have any meat. If you come to church ready to do business with God, then you walk in and shut the doors and get the fire going. And go, okay, brethren, we have met to worship. Now, let's, let's put out all the distractions, shut the door. Get settled, start the fire. We're here to do business with God. Verse 11, for from the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. Ooh, I like this. He says, from the rising of the sun, from the east, even unto the going down of the same, the west, my name shall be great among the... He says, everybody is going to figure out just how great I am. He says, and in every place, incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering for my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. And, and, And amen, even now, this prophecy is being realized in a small way. We are the heathen. You can just say amen to that. You're one of the heathen. We are the Gentiles, and we have recognized in some small way just how great he is. This prophecy will be fulfilled in an even greater way after Jesus comes back. Verse 12, But ye have profaned it. So the Gentiles are going to figure it out. But you, my people, you have profaned my name. But ye have profaned it in that ye say the table of the Lord is polluted. And the fruit thereof, even his meat, is contemptible. Taking that altar as if it's a small, useless, defiled thing. Well, you know, I'm not going to go to church because, you know... There are problems at the church, and I don't like all the people at the church. And okay, you can make excuses all you want for why you don't want to take it serious. It doesn't, it doesn't get you out of your responsibility to treat that table with respect. He says in verse 13, Ye said also, behold, what a weariness is it? Oh, God, help me now. You know what they were saying? Uh, we, we've, we've gone to church three times this week already. He wants us to go again. I've gone to church three days this month. (sighs) We're tired of it. What a weariness is it? And ye have snuffed at it. You understand what snuffing is? (laughs) That's (laughs) snuffing. Ye have snuffed at it, saith the Lord of hosts. And, here's another problem, and ye brought that which was torn, and the lame and the sick, thus ye brought an offering, should I accept this of your hand? saith the Lord? You want me to take that? You know what he's going to get at in the next verse? I'm better than that. I'm better than that. Thank you for following along so far to this sermon entitled, God is Better Than That. We hope that you can join us next week for the continuation of this sermon. In the meantime, if you would like to reach out to us, you'll find our contact details at bbcpotch.com. You can also, follow our YouTube channel, Bible Baptist Podge. This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 AM. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.